hi welcome to critically loud the podcast where two teenagers i'm sorry <laughs> uh podcast so two teenagers complain about well okay so here's the thing we're on we watch cruella that's that's the movie yes you can tell from the thumbnail from the title <sighs> um not horrible i enjoyed parts of it i i, I agree a, i had a good time kind watching of. this movie there is a chunk of this movie that I really enjoy watching. Um, and then there's, other than that, there's like the beginning. The beginning. Nah. St- oh my God, dude. It's dude. terrible. No, the, there's it's- a specific scene. Like I knew it was coming because I got it spoiled on the internet, but I can't believe they went there. I, I, I didn't know it was coming, but like the instant I saw one of the characters, I was like, oh, this is going to happen from this. And it's going to be uh, like, it's, it's it's so dumb. It's the stupidest, most Disney thing. Um, yes. I'd probably give it, honestly, I'd give it like a six out of 10, maybe just because like anything that yeah, I you put get, this on the same level as Army of the Dead. Yeah. Anything that I get enjoyment of, I put above a five. And so I, and I honestly, and I might be biased because of this, because this was the first movie I saw back in theaters. So same, same. Really? I thought you saw um, nobody in theaters, didn't you? oh i totally did i totally forgot about that yeah <laughs> yeah nobody but... that's a movie i wish we could have talked about um it's an yeah i haven't one. seen it yet yeah i i there are problems it's we don't need we're talking about cruella that's a different movie no. let's get into what cruella is cruella is a fashion heist movie about the villain from 101 Dalmatians. It's cr- the balls on this movie. I commend, honestly. I, it's, like... it's fucking bizarre. Yeah. It's wild. And there are some scenes that actually kind of make me be like, damn, Cruella's cool as fuck. And my, all the punk scenes my... are great. Oh, the Stooges scene is the best scene in that movie yes. by far. Yes. By yes. far. Agreed. It's Agreed. amazing. I really like it. And honestly, I think that goes to the costume designers. The costume designers, I'm betting an Oscar winner. Oscar winners, I'm betting. Possibly. That's, I would, I really like the costumes in this movie. They're they're really well done. Disney does did a good job realizing this is a movie to showcase our costume department. The script, what kind of drugs were the people (laughs) taking? (laughs) The the, the fuck? The script is out of this world. It's It's weird. like the places they decide to go, especially in like the late second second half of this movie, are it's so confusing. The dress made out of the moth eggs, dude. I love that. I love that, that. was amazing. That, but like that that was one of those things where like my dad and I both like sat back in our seats and went <laughs> like we were not expecting like something I, that out of left that. field to come from a Disney movie. It, like that's creative there are there are a couple moments where things get creative and then there are a couple moments where i'm like this i don't understand this um the i don't act- like the ma- go, ahead. go ahead oh no uh the acting is really good every cast member does a very good job i think especially emma thompson but that's a given because emma thompson's a goddess oh yeah emma thompson yes I for some reason went to Emma Stone. That's not Emma Stone's oh. fine. She did, she does a good job, but she's she for cares, me she's, she's outshined by Emma Thompson so much just because Emma yes, Thompson by her acting by yeah. her acting the scene with Emma Thompson has the taser. Oh, it's so good! And she just starts tasing her handmaidens. <laughs> oh, it's great. The maid is just walking out like, oh god. <laughs> and then um, her butler 
um, who's played by like my favorite character actor in a movie. What's his oh, name? Oh, the the bald dude that's in Kingsman. Yes. Yeah, Merlin yeah, from a... Kingsman, whatever his name is. Okay, wait. But yeah, no, he was great. I liked him, but he's always great. Yeah, Mark Strong. Mark, Mark Strong. Strong. I, okay, as an actor, I really like him. Anything I watch that he's in, he just makes it a more entertaining movie to watch. Sherlock Holmes, Shazam. Kingsman. Oh, he was in Shazam. I totally yeah, forgot he was in Shazam. Shazam. He's yeah. the best part of that movie for me. Really? Like, I his the the characters he gets written for are usually pretty bad. Mm-hmm. It's like especially in this movie. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't like the way his character is written, but I like the actor a lot. I mean, I he's a charismatic guy. Yes, his most entertaining role for me is definitely uh, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movie. It's got to be Merlin for me. Yeah, I have, but like Merlin beats that out. Merlin is good, but for me, he just, he gets so much screen time in Sherlock Holmes. That's true. That I'm surprised by, and he gets to have like a lot of moments that are just tons of fun. He also, Um, for me, and he has the best, the only good moment in the Kingsman sequel, which you probably know. because the Kingsman sequel. But you got to know the scene because internet, right? The country road, and he's like... Do you not know this? Oh, I won't say nope. anything. Well, unless... the only thing I know about that movie is the like when they talked about the scene and I think it was stuntmen react. Oh yeah, I won't. Corridor. Say, I won't say anything because it is a really pivotal moment if you ever decide to watch yeah. that movie. But there's I, a really good movie, moment in that movie. The trailer put me off so much. It's that movie. Most of it is really bad, and there's two good moments. There are two I good have... bits. My huge problem with that movie is a problem I have with a lot of like sequels when people are like, we we're out of we're out of ideas for what we did with the last movie so they have have to perform like a wiping of the slate clean yeah like a hard in reset. a way that is very frustrating for me every every moment every character every consequence mm-hmm. of the first kingsman movie in the trailer alone gets reversed there are a few things in the movie that are directly in consequence of the first movie but yeah i get what you mean a lot of it is like it completely wipes out the stakes of the first film it I yeah I just find it disappointing because I really like the first Kingsman movie and I think it could have gone somewhere cool yeah um, anyway we're not talking Edgar about Edgar Wright's an interesting director he oh he didn't do did he do Kingsman two no I thought he did did he do Kingsman two I know I, he did Kingsman one right no he didn't that was Guy Ritchie wait what oh it was Guy Ritchie why did I think it was Edgar Wright I don't know I mean they're both Brits so you racist. Oh, it's Matthew Vaughn. We're both wrong. Oh, well, we're both racist. <laughs> what? Okay. Because Wait, we. What, is, what else has he made? Oh. Yeah. I haven't seen much of Matthew Vaughn's stuff. I've seen Layer Cake, but I don't remember Layer Cake. But yeah. All right. We're off track. Yeah. Cruella. Back to Cruella. I, I Cruella, enjoy this movie. I enjoy, like I said, I enjoy parts of it. Some parts of it are bafflingly stupid. And then there's some parts that are just confusing, especially about where they want they wanted to take the character of Cruella. Yeah, there's some bits that I'm the implicate okay, so let's go into spoiler territory. There's an well, end I, or should we should uh, we wait for that or should we just Yeah, go? there's not a lot we can get into that isn't spoiler based. Let's just go spoiler. Um, let's just go to spoiler. Yeah. If you haven't seen it and you care, you probably don't. But if you care, yeah. stop listening. You now. shouldn't care. Don't care. It's, you don't. Don't. You don't have to pay money for this movie. It's Cruella. Yeah. Anyway, like, um, there's at the very end. There's an end credit scene. Um, there is. I didn't mid, see it. I didn't stay. Scene. It's like I, a mid credits. Did you not? Okay. So anyway, 
basically the scene is so there's it turns out Cruella, her best friend from childhood, is the reporter who's the main character of 101 Dalmatians. Um, what? That was that's her. That's what? That's her. That that's that's established from um the for the original 101 Dalmatians movie. The whole I don't relationship. remember 101 Dalmatians at all. So to that's give a basic yeah, to give a basic. So they've plot been friends since is, childhood, and then yeah. she was like, "I'm going to steal your dogs for a coat, even though you helped me use." That's why my- they. That's why I was so concerned about this movie because you're making one of the most hateable characters into a likable person. Although they did do that well, because the thing is, you have this. I don't think personal friend like in the original movie, Cruella is the personal friend of the wife who has Pongo, which is the main Dalmatian, right? Right. And then Cruella DeVille steals these Dalmatians to make a coat and then murders the Dalmatians, or plans to murder the Dalmatians and the the, the Dalmatians are able to escape from her. And that's pretty much the movie. So that's that character that is established. Um, The thing that I find crazy, the thing that I find insane is the end credit scene you have, it opens up on one of the lawyer guys who's a very minor character, but it turns out I, he marries okay, her. Okay, so that is who he is. That's who yes. he is. I thought so. That I guessed just like, I yeah. don't remember any of the names, but I was like, that is who that is, right? Yeah, he is. So anyway, he's on the piano and he's doing the classic, you know, Cruella Deville. Right, And right, he's playing right. the ragtime on the piano and it's really cool. And you're like, oh, awesome. And the camera slowly like pans over to like a ding dong and you see uh, the woman, I can't remember her name, but she walks to the door she opens the door and there's a little box and it says, um, uh, it says something like to her name. And then she opens it and a little Dalmatian is inside. She picks it up and it has the name tag Pongo on it. And the present is in black and white, which says, which makes you think it's from Cruella. The thing that makes I'm sorry, you think- the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Did, wait, are we wait, saying wait, that so Cruella gave them the dog that she later steals to kill for a jacket? I'm sorry. But does that mean Pongo is the child of the dogs that killed her parents? That's what I was like. What the what? hell? Right? What? That's, it's the most I'm bonkers sorry. decision to have in an end credit scene. I'm what the fuck? <laughs> this was okay. So the majority of this movie is just about how fucking wild the characters are. Yeah. Um, especially Cruella. Um, there are a lot of stuff with her that I don't like. Visually, she looks awesome. Oh, As I yeah, said, yeah. the costume design is amazing, and the scenes where she get they get to show off that costume design are the best in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of disappointing that they don't finish with one. There. That's and, true, yeah. It, and also, like, yeah. the whole... I don't think the... I don't think they needed to be related. Estella and... or No, and no, the, they don't. The mom lady... That, that whole elaborate thing is not necessary at all. Let's go over some of the big plot points of this movie. So let's let's just go from beginning to end. So we begin, Cruella's mom fucking dies because Dalmatians okay. push her no, off the cliff. There's some before that. Her name is Estella. Her hair is naturally half black yeah, and half white. Yeah, that was crazy. Why? Her, like, she grows up with naturally uh, half black, half white hair. And then she gets expelled from her school and she ends up going to this fancy mansion and she gets chased by three Dalmatians that like she gets chased into a back courtyard and then the Dalmatians jump over her and attack her mom and push her over a ledge. They have Dalmatians kill her mom. They pulled a Batman. Like, (laughs) 
They Batman Cruella DeVille with Dalmatians. And then so the whole thing is Cruella, as she grows up, she event she goes to London and she grows up with these other two guys that turn out to be the dog nappers from the original movie. Yeah, that's who I thought those people were. And that's, yeah, the, her relationship with them is my least favorite part of this movie. It's very it's like good. It's good while she's Estella. I like their the chemistry then. But then as soon as she turns into Cruella and their relationship starts deteriorating, it doesn't Look, work as, for me. OK, what doesn't work for me? is that this movie is not willing to go all of the way with Cruella. Mm. They 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 yeah. don't take the last step. And this is this is the same problem I have with the Han Solo movie. I I related I, this to the same thing when I was talking with my dad what, about it. So like in the Han Solo movie, what happens is you're supposed to be like, "Oh, at the beginning, he's naive, he's young, he doesn't trust the people around him." And then the setup is he's going to like not trust other people, he's going to have a hard exterior shell, he's going to be charismatic, and they never get to that point in the movie. They set it up perfectly to where he should get to that point. But for some reason, it just doesn't end on the right note. Yeah. And it's weird. Um, his character is almost stagnant throughout it. Yeah, it, and I, part of it just comes from the actor, I think. And then in Cruella, we have a similar thing. Cruella, what we show is that um, this movie starts off where like Cruella is a child. Her name is Estella, and sh- they show that she has a cruel streak. And it's like, well, don't be cruel, be nice. What do we say to Cruella? And there's like, Cruella, go away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she grows up. The st- stuff that happens with her, where her mom dies, and she spends ten years as Estella, this nice kind of charismatic family person who like doesn't really stand up for herself, or at least that's what it's kind of going for. Yeah. Um. And then stuff happens. She gets hired. She finds out that the person she's w- working for, what's her name, the Baroness. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it is yes. the Baroness. Yeah. Uh, the Baroness, played by Emma Thompson. Yeah, she finds out that the Baroness is the one who, like, was there when her mother was killed. Um, So she sets up an elaborate plot to steal the necklace that Cruella's mother gave her that she lost to the Baroness when she was a child. Yeah. And it leads to a scene where it's like, well, we need a distraction, but I can't be recognized at myself. And this whole time she's got her hair dyed red. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, all right, well, then I'll go in as Cruella and she creates this alternate persona um to steal the necklace and they and the theft fails and what she ends up doing is she decides to stay in this persona of of Cruella and she the idea is she's kind of letting this part of herself go mm-hmm. and then there's she's a whole becoming bunch of stuff like a different person yeah there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens she pretty much just styles on the Baroness for the whole middle chunk of the movie and it's great that whole montage is amazing there are some great scenes the costume design is really good the the like gay guy who runs the um fashion shop Mm -hmm. he's cool i like him i like him from the movie he's not uh what he's being advertised though a whole bunch by disney is like as being their first gay character which I thought they had oh. like four first gay characters at this point. Wait, yeah, what? Because wasn't LeFou supposed to be their first gay character? Yeah, you fucking chill, Disney. Yeah, like, so, at least they didn't throw it in our face. I think he's actually like a he's a decent character. Um, I, he adds to the script without being like you know too tacked on. Yeah. Without it's um, not, it like I'm glad it's not Disney being like, look, 
a gay person, diversity. World. That's what they're doing in their advertising, but in the movie. But yeah, exactly. It's fine. I think he's cool. I like him. I like that he like has a role to play within the movie, and he pretty much like she sets up this underground fashion design place and she just steals the show from the baroness at every turn leading to a final scene where like the spring collection is the big fashion show in london and uh the like the big dress that the baroness has is sewed by krilla's alter ego um Estella. and it's like this giant beautiful golden dress that they decide to lock in a safe to keep it from being stolen. And when they open the safe, it turns out that the dress is made with a bunch of what, like butterfly cocoons or I what? Think moth eggs, because usually moths eat fabric. Oh, yeah. So they open uh, the thing and like all of the dresses are completely eaten and like thousands upon thousands of moths just go into the building yeah. and it's super and cool. It, and it, it leads to everyone running out of the building to like a pavilion where Cruella shows up where her like two stooges are playing a stooges song. I want to be your dog. And it's sick. It's It's actually awesome. And it's my favorite scene in the movie. There's like, it's cool. And it's indulgent and it's stupid, but I love it. I love how much this movie embraces the, uh, the British invasion with the whole punk influence that it has. Yeah. I wish it gone even more into punk with the music. Because a lot of the music is just like popular music. A lot of the, I think um, a lot of the music was unnecessary, honestly. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the like, we're it's setting like, the tone. I kind of like the producer music though, like um, Cruella's little, whatever it's. That was, that was cool. I think this is off on a tangent, but this movie, the thing I'm most frustrated by it is because it is one of the biggest musical missed opportunities I've ever heard in my life. Holy shit. This could have been a sick musical. Dude. Make a fucking British invasion punk movie about Cruella. Like we already have one of the greatest Disney villain songs ever. Cruella yes. Deville. You know what I could mean, have and been even awesome? Then that's like a predecessor to the Disney villain song. Do that and then make it a freaking punk song. You have a punk setting with a punk character with a pre-established song and that could work really well with Cruella that. Deville. And by, this is a problem I actually have with this movie. Um, Cruella DeVille should not be punk. Like, I think it's in, fine. In, but... in 101 Dalmatians. But think about what she represents. She represents money. She represents Art Deco. She does in the original movie. She's like a... Oh. Like, well, like Art Deco's in like the people who would like re- lavish themselves in like the... Exactly. The, 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 That's not punk. Uh, yeah. That's the opposite of punk. That is like... That is, I mean, that's that's the the whole taking the artist, the the director making his own movie out of it. Which... Yeah, he's making his own movie, but you have to think about that. This is connected, and that's why the whole end credits thing is wild. It's crazy. I I can't. It's I can't handle bizarre. It. I can't um, handle it. And there's a there's a couple of things like that, like the final, like the scene in the, when they're playing the Stooges, and she's wearing a Dalmatian dress, and the implication at the time is that she killed. Uh, she straight up killed. Dogs. Yeah. And wore it as a dress. And then the next scene, the dogs are just there. Like she never killed them. And then never like, and the worst part of it is Emma Thompson literally says, she killed my Dalmatians and made them into a dress. And yeah. then no one ever says, oh no, she didn't. They're fine. They're right here. Or something well, like that. It's like the only reason they really did that is because um to set up the in the original movie, 
she already had been accused. Krilla had been accused of doing it. So I think they just needed to do that to fulfill the the prequel quota that was needed. She should have just killed the dogs. That's they yeah. Should have commit. That's my problem with this movie because then we get the um, Emma Thompson like captures Cruella and like tries to kill her by burning her down in a fire, and her butler, played by Mark Strong, saves her brings her back to his house and explains that she's the secret daughter of the Baroness. This is where the movie um, falls apart for me, honestly. Yeah, it falls apart. It's a mess after this. There's um, one good scene after this, which is in the ballroom when everybody has the Cruella hair. I really like that, but everything I else do like is... that. That's cool. That's, um, that's been done a lot in movies, though. You know? It's still good. Well, um, I- I'm Radio Rebel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. I've not seen Radio Rebel. You've not seen Radio Rebel? I'm not going to watch you it. don't need to <laughs> i will in, i did enjoy watching um lemonade mouth with you oh <laughs> dude lemonade mouth uh movie's hilarious maybe we do matter gus <laughs> that's stupid line <laughs> i feel so bad for the other people and like um for context one time in theater class a teacher was like what movie are we gonna watch and everybody voted for the disney channel classic uh lemonade mouth and me and kai were like no why and then we watched it and we howled laughing the whole time the whole time we were just shit talking this movie and people were like looking at us and telling us to shut up but okay we're off track so cruella finds out that her mom is the baroness her nemesis and she goes to this place that represents her dead adopted mother who was actually like a maid that mark strong gave the baby to um this movie's crazy and she goes there and she's like i know you loved me and i do love you but i am not estella i am cruella and then the next scene she goes to like her two goons that she's been kind of a dick to this whole time and she's like hey i'm sorry are we cool now you're my family and she's never like I'm not Estella. That's not who I am. That's the person you'd like knew, but I am Cruella. I'm kind of a bastard. That's not what they do. They make it so that she is Estella. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the rest of the movie. She is her most Cruella in the scenes before she makes this like big character moment. And yeah. It doesn't deliver. And she's like, okay, cool. We're friends again. And it leaves her relationship with these two guys. And I like the actors a lot. I think they're really great. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. The, the, the big guy and his tiny little eye patch dog. The, I great. love the eye patch dog. He's so cute. I know, right? It's adorable. Um I think the the way that I was thinking about it when I left the theater is that this movie was doomed from the start. There's no way this movie would, because here's the thing. You can either make a good Cruella movie or you can make a good Disney movie. You cannot make a good Cruella Disney movie because Disney would never make a movie where their protagonist kills a dog or they, and they would never take the step needed to make Cruella the villain she needs to be at the end of the movie. Cruella should have killed the Baroness. She should have fucking marked the Baroness. That would have been gangster as hell. Like, I, I was so I, sure that she was going to whistle the dogs on the Baroness at the end. But. Oh, no. They did, like, the opposite. Yeah. I would have loved to, like, the most dramatic thing, just Cruella holding Emma Thompson by the scruff, like, standing on the building above and just dropping her over the cliff and, like, taking her throne. She uh, should... I, I was... <laughs> it's not what if she... She made a coat out of Emma Thompson. 
just go full Leatherface. <laughs> yeah, she's like actually insane. That I it's really weird the ending, and I think that's where we everyone knew where the problems were going to come. Yeah. Um. Actually, I thought the problems were going to be the whole movie, and it's mostly just the beginning and the end for me. This movie beat um, my expectations, and I kind of love it. Like there are some scenes where I'm like, I fuck with this, but I also th- think it's because it is appealing specifically to me. It does um, appeal to like the teenager fuck the world like, spirit, and and that my, that is my problem with this movie. Because while I think it does that, I the vibe you're the only vibe you're gonna get is that Cruella Deville is kind of a poser. Yeah, right. Like she's like, I am change in the fashion world, and you're like. And all the time when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, wait, this is from the movie where the lady just wants to kill the dogs to make a coat. Mm-hmm. I, it, it definitely it a, works better as a movie without regarding the Cruella aspect of it. it. Because the only thing it really takes from the Cruella aspect is her character design. Mm-hmm. And the dogs. Yeah. And the Dalmatians, which are really weirdly implemented into this movie. Those Dalmatians like, are fucking evil. Why are they just I know, like, and they're, <laughs> like they're the CGI Dalmatians that are just always angry, except yeah, I don't like for that. during all soccer. The, all the dogs are CGI the entire not movie. Not all the time. No, not all the time. Yeah. No. They're like the during like big. Oh, the Dalmatians are. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, but not, not all the, the do- dogs. Yeah, no, I mean. Uh, well, the the um the other Cruella's dog is occasionally, and so is yes, the he is so is iPod so is iPad yes, dog. But they are not. Well, they are not all the time. Yeah, they're doing. They they are when it's like necessary, but it's not like the uh, call of the wild dog. No, I'm I'm talking about the That's... the Dalmatian dogs because I couldn't yes, look at them. They are CGI. I couldn't they look, look at them seriously. Yeah, they're they're goofy, which um, is weird because uh, in behind the scenes footage they get actual Dalmatians on set for reference. Wait a fuck. Wait a fucking second. You know what just broke my brain about this movie? What? This is a world where dogs can talk to each other. What the fuck? (laughs) This this entire movie, the whole context of it, exists within a world where dogs can talk to each other. (laughs) No, Gus, you can't do this to me. You can't. I just did it to you, You dude. Uh, No, that's that's can't be. That's not how. That can't. That's wait, 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 wait. So wait, so if these new Dalmatians are coming to live with Cruella, are they just straight up like telling the other dog like say like, hey, you know that lady that you knew when you were a puppy? Yeah, I fucking pushed her off a cliff. <laughs> no, he didn't. The, oh, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> I would just imagine the, like the Dalmatians are just like, hey, hey, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Yeah, what happens to those other time? dogs? Like, are they just like going to be abused? Because the, those Dalmatians are mean. I don't know. She must kill the dogs, right? She doesn't I mean, keep Dalmatians. Like she, she, it's crazy to me that she doesn't kill the dogs. Yeah, I don't know. My chair just like fell a whole ass foot. This movie is fucking like just overall. This movie, script wise, is fucking stupid, and everybody knew that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now. The production team on this movie is really good. This movie has great production value. I and partially it's because of Disney, mm-hmm. but even then, a lot of stuff like when Disney has good production value, it can be, it can feel soulless because you know. Disney. Well, like most of the Disney reboots have great production value, and those movies are awful. Yeah, those like, are unwatchable. On it, like the thing is, 
this is technically a Disney reboot. This is one of my favorite Disney reboots. Okay, I it's default. not a Disney reboot. It's more like a Maleficent. Which is one of the Disney reboots. It's counted oh, it as is? one. Yeah, oh. Maleficent is counted as one of them. Like, well, people it, like Maleficent, right? The I enjoy one? Maleficent. Yeah, the first Aren't one. Aren't there I'd... two? Yeah, I didn't see the second. I heard bad things about it. I don't know yeah, why they it, made a second. I, it... I was always super confused about like whether or not it was a new one or just the old one because it had like it was weird. Um, yeah, Cruella. I enjoyed it more than I thought it would, and I think it's partially because they chose charismatic actors and they had really good costume design and like there's music that's like poppy and catchy from a certain era. Yeah, but there is a lot of stuff that is fucking wild. It's long. It's a lot longer than I thought. It, it is. I I think I honestly think if I were if I were to do this. You know, if I were to have like an ability to fix one thing to fix it, I just redo the end, just fix the entire ending. Would, yes, for me, it would be the ending. And I would like this is, I think, one of the biggest problems people talk about with Disney in general is no half measures. Mm-hmm. You can't keep wanting to go to a place, but being too fucking cowardly because yeah. that's what it is to go to the next level because a lot of Hollywood right now is cowardly as fuck and disney is the biggest version of that oh for sure yeah like they are so scared to go out of like their little niche Mm -hmm. um because any like misstep could break things and it's really disappointing because this movie if it had gone like all the way and by the end emma stone is just playing an evil mad woman with like crazy clothes who just that's who he is now she is now would be awesome because the end of the movie is cruella Deville killing estella i I love it's pronounced it it looks like devil but it's pronounced deville that guy he's great that that is one of the there's like three scenes in that movie where they have to do the disney thing of like retroactively explaining what's going on them not doing solo that the fucking cat scratch from Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, which is the worst of them. No doubt. No, Han Solo. The, it, Han Solo is fine. No, I hate that one. It that has, one okay, mm. it's terrible. It's terrible. But the cat scratch one is disrespectful to another director's movie in a different way. Right? You are turning know. you are turning an effective moment from a previous film that you did not make into a joke. Yeah, I, well, I'm not saying it's good. I just don't like Han Solo more, but that also comes from somebody who is a diehard Star Wars nerd. I Oh, yes. I, this movie's like the perfect example of like great execution for a not great, not idea, but like it, it's the best they could do with what they were given, I think. I think so, yes. With like what they had to do, I think it's the best it could have been. For me, it is, as a movie, it is a four. As a piece of entertainment, in some places, it's like a seven. Yeah, I, think I just give it an overall. Like visually, visually, there's a lot of stuff that I think looks sick. Visually, um, it's, it's great. It's just wrapped in a stupid fucking package. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's Cruella. That's part. I honestly go watch it if you want. It's a fun watch. Oh, you'll enjoy it. You will be baffled by the level of stupidity that this movie goes to, and you will be wowed by the like some of the costumes. Legitimately, got like audible gasps out of me because they are beautiful. Yeah, they are. Like, and I do wish they had called out a little bit more of what the fashion industry is. 
right? Because it's like, oh, she's big. She must be good at fashion. When, like, fashion doesn't actually exist. It is a fucking, like, classist Mm -hmm. nightmare um, that, like, the same way the art world is, you know? Yeah. It's not great. Um, And, like, Cruella exists within that, and I wish they'd, like, shown that more. I don't know. There's a, it's just a lot of different dissonant pieces. Yeah, um, for sure. That don't work combined. I think, honestly, like, kudos to the director i bet you did everything you could kudos to everybody who worked on it you pulled something together that should not have worked and yet kind of did so i don't even know who this guy is uh neither do i all i know is he's a director also i'm still upset that there wasn't like a cool version of cruella Deville, like the song in it there should have been the song in it much more than there just is one in the credits scene. yeah but like it's not cool oh he made i Tonya. huh did you see I, Tanya? I didn't, but that makes a lot of sense that they would sign him up to this movie. Is it good? It's 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 all right. Um, That's the one I with like Margot Robbie about the ice Mar- skater, right? Yeah, I yeah. like it. Um, I like Margot Robbie. I like Sebastian Stan. Oh, he's oh, it? Oh, you know where? You know, this totally makes sense now. You know, like the fat British dude? Yeah. In Cruella? He is, a, he is like a character in I, Tanya. That's the only oh, other okay. thing I've seen him in. So I knew why he was familiar from something, and now I remember what. Oh, I was just thinking he was, like, in that, like, super Oscar Beatty movie that Clint Eastwood made about, like, the Richard Jewell. He was the main character in that. Oh. You remember that from, like, Ooh. two years back? No. Yeah, he there was. There were a lot um, of Oscar Bait movies. Um, yes. That was Cruella. Uh, yeah. Go tell us. If you're watching this on YouTube, tell us what you thought. I'm not sure if our podcast is on Apple yet. It turns out that it is on Spotify. It is on Spotify. It's on Breaker. It's on a few other ones. All I know is we kind of have to wait. Like, I think it's like 10 to 15 business days for Apple to recognize our podcast as legit. So, well, yeah, so we have to wait. So maybe, well, maybe it is going to be that much time by the time this episode comes out. But if you're watching this on YouTube, drop a comment. Tell us what Cruella, what you thought of Cruella. Um, Next week's movie is going to be Those Who Wish Me Dead. That's next week. Uh, so watch that movie. It's going to come out next Wednesday. And um, have a good day. Don't kill dogs and wear them as jackets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we did it. Gift those dogs to your friend and That's... then come back later to kidnap and kill them. Why would you make the decision to have Cruella it's... give them Pongo? Okay. All right. Well, we have to go. Goodbye. Hey, this we actually have, got critically loud in this episode. Yeah, we did. It's fucking ah oh, god. Okay. Um all right. Bye.